This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, Welcome to episode 87, Why So Serious? Uh, This week, we're going to go through the mental health check. Of course, I'm going to make sure to to make that a weekly thing, but we're going to go through um, why I feel like a lot of us remain serious, why it's important for us to, you know, at times be serious and the importance of not being, you know, serious all the time Um, as we... uh, deal with our our regular day-to-day, whether we are struggling with mental health issues or not, it's important to identify our emotions and our behaviors um, so that we can be our best selves. So that's what we're going to get into today. So this week, um, I was completely burnt out. Like I, I had already felt, I had already felt that this week in particular, was going to be um, a down week energy-wise, emotion-wise, mood-wise, um, because I was completely uh, drained the past three weeks. And for whatever reason, my body has to go uh, to complete exhaustion before re- a renewal, right? It's really weird that even as I'm trying to you know, do my meditations and stuff like that throughout the week, uh, it does... Like, it gives me just enough, you know, oomph to get to the to the next day. And so um, it was some stuff leading up to changes at work. And I get frustrated because I do a lot at work, but also a lot of people confide in me, you know, with issues and stuff that they have. But when they're given the opportunity to speak on it, they don't they don't speak up. And it's frustrating because um, I feel like everybody depends on me to be the leader and I really don't be, be in the mood to, to not the mood. How can I say, uh, I really don't be wanting that pressure a lot of times. Uh, and I understand that, you know, becoming a leader, becoming a leader, sometimes it don't be in your plan, but because your actions are solid, because you carry yourself in a certain way, it sometimes it just turns into that. So anyhow, I already been going through so many things um, with, you know, with the job in general. If you've been following since the beginning, um, you know, this is like my probably third manager, second, third supervisor, stuff like that. But it is what it is. I don't own a company. Anyhow, um, we had an opportunity to speak up, you know, and nobody did. And I don't I, I that really bothers me because it's like I know you know you have a problem. Excuse me. I know you know you have a problem. So um I've been waiting for this moment because when I initiate issues, discrepancies, whatever, um, it's like you get labeled disgruntled, unappreciative, whatever. Again, I take an approach that this is not my money. I don't own the company, anything like that. Um, as long as my morals are not challenged um, or nobody is is 
is challenging me as a as a man, as a person. I'm good. I'm a is your this what you want done, I'm gonna do it. So the issue was um surveys, right? You know how companies send the surveys, how is your manager doing? How is this? How is that? Yada yada, whatever. I've been with this this particular company I've been with, uh, I think this year will be a decade, actually, uh next week. Um and, you know, how could we change this, that, and the other? And nobody said nothing. Like, I don't know if they were scared to say they didn't take the survey, because I didn't take the survey. So, <clears throat> I don't know what it was about. Like, I'm telling y'all, I just uh, I, I just already knew. So, I spoke up. Yo, I didn't take the survey. Nothing changes. There's a disconnect with communication with exec level down to, you know, team leads, the information that we're giving y'all for whatever reason, it's not the issue that you are, it's not the information that you guys choose to correct. Um, you guys go with the company idea of we have to create the big thing um, that is seen up front and the people in the back just need to deal with it. Um, and so I'm, I'm speaking my piece, you know, I'm not, it, it's funny because they tell me like, like, yo, you be, you be, you be wilding when you be talking. So you gotta, you know, don't be disrespectful, yada, yada, whatever. They always be trying to coach me how to get my emotions across. And so on Monday, I'm like, it just, it doesn't, none of it makes sense. The survey don't make sense. The questions that are being asked don't make sense because nothing ever gets done. Um, we're doing A, B, and C. You guys are on one, two, three. You're not. You're not listening, and it, it becomes a point of what am I talking to you for? It becomes a point of I'm just gonna do what I need to do for my eight hours, and I'm a dip. I'm not giving no extra. Not going over and beyond. You know, I help. I personally help people because that's just who I am. Even when I'm like, yo, I'm tired of this. I still help. So after I said that, after I spoke my piece and then she had a follow up question, the lady who was leading the meeting. So I spoke again because nobody really wasn't speaking up. And then once I reached my flow of, all right, I'm here now, I just start just letting it go. I let the whole clip fly. And then other people were, oh, like he said, like he said, and I'm like, nah, like talk that shit. Y'all was talking to me. Don't jump on don't jump on my back because it's making it seem like I'm the one with all the issues that spread this to y'all and y'all don't have no issues. Like y'all comfortable with everything. So I was frustrated behind that a little bit. Um but I felt I felt okay because I said what I needed to say. Do I think it's gonna change? No. That's another frustration. I can't control it, but I work there, so it's, it's it's hindering my week at this point. Tuesday, I sit with the AVP. She's like, all right, well, you know, how is this? How is that? Again, I run it down to her, like, it sucks. This is this right here is useless. We not getting money like we should. This should go here. This should go there. The time it takes to do, like, nobody's listening. This broke, that's broke, whatever. Um, and then I'm offering ideas. This is what I think we should do. Like, like I tell you all the time, um, Complaining to me is expressing yourself without solution. If you expressing yourself and offering solutions, that's not complaining. That's you being informative, trying to make change. So I'm going through this work week. I'm already annoyed. I feel uh, 
like ill. Like even right now, like my throat is mad scratchy. Like it, it like it's not COVID for sure. So I'm glad about that. But um, for sure, something's going on, right? Like whatever this little bug is that you know that happens. Um, it's been really dusty here. It's monsoon season. So I had already like last week because I knew this was going to be one of those weeks for me. I had took Thursday and Friday off. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, like this, this is how shady the universe be treating people on last week. I'm like, I'm, I'm hype. I'm telling my, my, my folks in the group chat, yo, I'm taking these days off. I'm like solely to just rest, you know, watch, uh, watch game of Thrones. Cause I had never seen it before. And then like, now I'm hooked. And so each day it seems to get more discomforting in the week. The the meeting on Monday, the meeting on Tuesday, then Wednesday, I like I thought training was over. Y'all know how I feel about the way that I have to train. The lady hit me up like, yo, I'm ready when you are. Excuse me. So I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, no, I'm shadowing you today. I thought it was over. And so now I'm frustrated all over again because I'm just trying to chill. Like that TikTok that I want to do would be like, yo, I'm just trying to chill and hear you call it that. That's how I felt. I get through the work then. I'm like, cool. It is what it is. Like, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm like, I got the next four days off. Boom. My car break down. Now I have to spend these next two days figuring out what to do, how to do it, uh, waste money, because it don't move. It, it didn't move. Waste of money um, going, you know, catching a lift, Uber, whatever, uh, uh, coming back, making sure that that's correct, this correct, you know, screws falling down in the, uh, under the hood. Like, so now I'm, I'm, I'm beat. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed because I had the the foresight to know it was going to be a bad week. I took the steps to try to uh, minimize the annoyance of it, and it escalated each each day for me. I'm already physically ill, and now I'm like I'm 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 frustrated about this. You know, I'm frustrated about. Uh, work not changing. I'm frustrated. The car broke down. I'm frustrated because I can't do what I want to do. I'm frustrated because, you know, I wanted to record some poetry, um, but the kids are, are, are bothering me. They're loud. You know, they're here. So the air conditioner has to be gone. It's buzzing in the background. I can't do this. And I'm losing my freaking mind. And I realized and not realized like that. I'm sitting here and I'm frustrated and immature me wants to throw a tantrum and fuck this, fuck that. I hate this. I hate that. Um, I'm proud of myself because I, I was able to stop, right? I was able to stop in a way that it wouldn't affect my communication with my kids. My behavior wouldn't be uh, standoffish. My behavior wouldn't be of an aggressor. Um, and I was proud of myself 
because normally when I have these these super duper bad weeks, I decide to just shut down um, as to not say do the wrong thing. Right. Not respond in a way, not be petty, not just be mad at 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 one thing and then take that thing out on everything else. And it's like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm really trying to be who I say I am, you know, on this podcast. There's so much stuff that be happening behind the scenes in my life for real, for real. And I'm proud of who I am to be able to sit still and try to figure out, uh, figure it out rather than um, raise my emotional level to an uncontrollable uh, uh, level that is going to have me being who I don't want to be. Right. And so this mess with me all week all week it messed with me. So on top of that, I'm having this, I'm having this feeling like I'm missing something, right? Like, and this has been going on for a few weeks, a few months, whatever. Um, and y'all know how I feel about uh, my brother Duck, right? We hadn't we hadn't spoken in a while, and a long while, longer than I think him and I have never ha- have ever um, have ever not spoken, and I think that it affected me so bad because we literally like before this uh, before this space we literally would talk every day, if not talk, text, something like there was not a day we didn't know each other was alive, um, doing good, doing bad, whatever. And I've been, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't spoken to him. So I've been having this feeling for some time. Um, and my guy, my guy DW had been on my case literally all last week about getting out of, uh, the, the shy, like not, not letting the, the anxiety continue to keep me, um, locked into this space of, um, no communication, um, for, for, for the business per se. Right. He had no idea what I, what I was going through mentally with not talking to, to my brother. Right. And so he's like, nah, he's sending me these articles, reading these articles about networking, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, he's like, well, you got to you, you, you gotta let that shit go. You got you to gotta let that shyness, you got to let that anxiety thing go um, and let it be that. And so I took his advice, whatever. I, uh, I joined another group chat. Um, the pirate ship. I had drawn, I had joined their group chat, and the 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 leader of it, Blue. I was just in there talking, like, man, the day is not dang how I need it to do. Um, I think I'm gonna double up on my meditation, and she's like, "Yo, you you uh, you down to meditate together?" And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I hear like, "DW, bro, like, you know, to your comfortability, you like, what you got to lose?" So I'm like, "Sure." I am a spiritual person as a result to my connection to the universe. You guys are aware how I feel about the idea of, of, you know, Jesus because of what I, what I went through with my daughter. Right. 
me and Blue was talking and I'm already having, she has no idea. I'm already having this horrible week, this horrible week. Uh, DW is on my case about networking and, um, it's funny cause every person, every male figure that, uh, that's important to me, regardless of, uh, DW, my boy, Mac and my brother duck, they are, they're the Craig to my day day, basically. Right. Even without, even without trying. Right. And, and do, and, and, and DW telling me, bro, like, you got a network, you know, this, that, and the other. These are things that my big bro, you know, um, I watch him do. So the lady asked me if she, if, if, yo, you want to meditate and, or you want a partner? I was like, yeah, I never, I never really had a, a partner. I'm not knowing that this is what she do. Right. I'm not knowing that this is this is her. This is part of her purpose of who she is. So we're talking kind of uh, um, seeing, you know, trying to make sure the energy is right. And every time we started to get to a point of breakthrough, the connection got bad. So I'm trying to call. She trying to call back. We trying to figure it out. You know, we in the, we in this this chat. To get to the point. We, we get to that spot of meditation, right? And again, I meditate myself. Like, it's difficult. Well, let me not say that. I meditate myself. So she's like, close your eyes. Um, and she runs me through, you know, we run through the meditation. No, no weird shit. Just she run me through the meditation. Um, felt very good, very, you know, while doing it. Didn't feel, you know, like um, no demon type stuff was, was going on. We finish. I didn't tell her this, but immediately after, I felt the feeling of, and I'm not, y'all know, I don't miss nobody. I'm not a lonely person, but I felt a, 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 a sense of loneliness, right? But it wasn't regular, like, relationship loneliness, I had the best nap that I ever had in the longest of time. Like it wasn't a, a, a depressive nap. It was more like I finally rested. I had made up in my mind that I was going to call my brother. Um, neither the two DW or blue have no, like they had no idea what, that impact did to me by like allowing me to identify you miss your brother. Like not in a way like, Oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. I miss you. Like, nah, you miss the piece of your brother that you're used to running behind and, and, and him getting you uh, uh, popsicles from the ice cream truck and, and him, you know, uh, 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 we have we have a candy party, what we used to call it when we used to get boxes of candy for 25 cents and we pour it all on the porch and we mix it up and we shit like you missed. We share you missed that part. 
like not the not the dope version of of who uh, of who y'all are, not the dope version of of how you know things can get misconstrued and communication could go bad and not nah you you like after that meditation I like I've never been so I I've never had a void so big in my life and y'all know how emotional I am. I made up in my mind. I'm going to FaceTime my brother. Because again, we talk about accountability. We talk about feeling how you feel. We talk about not being afraid to tell someone how you feel, right? Get on, I get on a FaceTime. I'm like, in my mind, it didn't matter if he answered or not. I'm FaceTiming because really we don't do that. Like, uh, we only we that's reserved for when we doing family time and we laughing with the kids and stuff like that. But him and I directly we call and we text. Right. Immediately. He answered. And the little brother in me. Like it was not about me being an adult. It was not about me. Um being a parent, it was not about me being an entrepreneur. The little brother in me broke down and started crying. And it's funny because the last time I cried, cried, besides, I, I like outside of Kennedy, my brother said, stop crying and get a ticket Um, because he was moving away. And I could see on his face, like, like, all right, this is, this is serious. This is, this ain't, you know, this not ego driven. This not nothing. This my little bro. Like, I think he, he for real, for real saw his, his little bro, little snag of two trying to, you know, go play baseball, you know, with them. I'm two, three years old. We, we in Jordan down projects. Like, I don't know nothing about nothing. All I know is I want to be with my brother. And broke down. And um, he had shown me something that changed, that really changed me in, in like really immediately in the moment. And I just, uh, I, I didn't really have no words. It was just tears. And it was an emotional thing for me. And he's like, because you said that, because you, because I was like, I was like, bro, listen, I don't know what's going on, but I need you. Um, I need to be around you. Like, I haven't been around my brother in ages, either of my brothers, right? Like, in ages. But ego, ego say, I miss you, bro. All right, talk to you later. Ego says, I miss you, bro. Love you. Hope everything's going good. Accountability says, hey, bro, I need to be around you. I need you. I Like, bro, I miss you. I, something's missing. I haven't connected with you uh, uh, physically. I haven't felt your energy in too long. Um, something's missing for me. I'm not doing good. My mental is way off. And... I need you. 
immediately that changed everything, right? Because I'm 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 not calling disgruntled. Why you haven't called me? Why you haven't checked on me? He's not answering disgruntled. Like, oh, now you want to call or the other? He none of that. It's like I said, I needed to see your face because normally we'll text each other like at midnight or or we'll call real quick, happy birthday, or um, over the past few years, like, because uh, we have kids, we'll do the happy birthday, we do the happy birthday videos and send them to each other. But I needed to see my brother's face. I needed to release the ego of, I'm his little brother, so he should check on me. Because he's taught me a lot in regards to deciphering through certain things. See, my brother is a watcher and, you know, I'm not going to go into details of our conversation, but he know what I'm going through. Because I have a podcast, because I have social media, he knows what I'm going through. I always know he knows. I just never know what to to what extent. I didn't know how bad I needed that moment. I didn't know how much of the anxiety part was based on me just being able to tell my brother I need him. You have to understand, uh, him and I are two years are two years apart, but he has been like a father to me. Like, and I don't want to sound offensive to anybody who had any father figure, any father, but he, like I respected him more than any other male figure in my life, my entire life. It's one of those things like if somebody tell me something like I look at him like, yo, such and such told me to do this, like like he's the parent and we two years apart. And I didn't realize how much being apart would affect me. I told him, I said, it's weird because as I get older, my defenses of things that, um, that I have behind barriers, like is, is there, it's weakening. And so for years I've acted like, like after he told me to shut up and buy a ticket, like I've been out there. Um, I went to his graduation, um, a few years, like not few, but a while back from college But I kept telling myself, we grown and we it was meant for us to uh uh to move away and do these things. And you like as a, again, my defenses are, are are starting to break down. It's like, nah, you miss him. Like, nah, that ain't like this ain't normal. Yeah, you're supposed to grow up and live life and stuff like that. But I, I said it before, my uh my biological father and his siblings, as dysfunctional as we are as a family, as crazy as everybody is, they all live close. To, they all live to this day, uh, besides my uncle, rest his soul, Big D. They all live in a vicinity close enough that they can be there within the hour or two. Of And it's seven of them, eight of them. I'm 20, 30 something hours away from my one brother. I'm six, seven, eight hours away from my other brother. Um, and my my 
my dad's younger kids that, I mean, I want my other siblings that are my dad's kids and not my mom's. None of us ever thought, none of us ever thought it would be like this. But because we don't have an emotional outlet and we are not taught to really be on some, y'all, I miss you. Like, nah, what's going on? We, we think it's weak and we think it's soft. Like, if you move there, I'm moving there. Like, it's men. And, 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 and who, who said that? Why is that, in, why is that in our minds? It's a lot of stuff that we do and a lot of stuff that we don't do because we feel like something, somebody is going to say something. But the reality is these are things we created in our mind. Nobody told us this. Nobody said that. Uh, the idea came from us feeling like we had to be this or that. We had to gangbang or play ball. We had to, to be in these streets fighting. We had to do that because if, if, if you don't, you're not tough. These are perceptions that we have turned into our reality. And the lack of guidance of, of or the lack of knowledge of how these things were, were affecting us pushed us further into darkness. I'm an 80s baby. We coming off crack. We coming off uh, gang violence. We coming off war. We like. Nobody know what to do. So it's the perception of I got to be the toughest to be able to move to the city. I got to hang with this crowd to make it safe home. I got to do this so they don't think I'm scary. Like it, it's so many things that we have perceived that are not true. And we had no real guidance to say, yo, that's not it. You can paint if you want to paint. You could be a poet if you want to be a poet. You can play music if you want to play music. You don't have to solely rely on gangbanging and balling. These, these things are generational curses over and over again because nobody wants to break that seal of, of true confidence, of true passion, of true love in what they want to do. They'd rather keep playing the, the part um, in a movie that doesn't even star them. They don't even have the starting role. And so as I, I'm going through this week and I'm realizing the importance of being serious and being purpose driven at what I'm doing, at what I'm saying, um, who I want around me, why I want them around me, why I don't want them around me. Um, a lot of things opened up. I'm appreciative of DW, like always being that, that, that guy to not only support with finances uh, as it results to purchasing items, uh, giving ideas. Like I wish I, I, I wish I, I was in a position to add him to my board for my business overall, for what he just adds to me as a human being. Right. I'm appreciative of, of that. You, you would think he and I grew up together. We didn't. 
I think we've known each other at this point two, three years, but it, but the similarities and the 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 balance that we have, it it's like he's he's one of my best friends in the world now. And him, like I'm a little brother, even though I'm older than him, he he's a he's a big brother. So he annoys me in a way that my real big brothers annoy me to getting off my ass. And I'm appreciative. I don't whine about it. Like he he know. Like sometimes I'll be like, bro, you had you had to say it like that. But I'm appreciative of that. I'm appreciate, uh, appreciative for that, especially in this moment that led me to blue, that then led me to like have the true feeling of, now I need to call my brother. Because I keep saying accountability and I keep saying patience, purpose, order, and I keep saying I want to be who I say to them. And I keep saying that uh, I want to be truthful in how I feel and, and not be afraid. I. This my this my test right here. Because we don't talk to somebody for so long that you love. It's so many questions that 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 arise. Uh, why are we not talking? Why are we not connecting? What's really going on? Um, is it beef? Is it not beef? Yada yada. Whatever. You unsure of how the initial conversation is gonna go? Like, I ain't have no idea. I was gonna start crying by looking at my brother's face. I didn't, I didn't, I just said to myself, I'm FaceTiming him, even though I know we don't FaceTime each other again, unless it's with the kids. It led to so, uh, it led to so much more and I'm fine with that. I didn't get off the, the call with him and feel less than because I cried. I didn't like, I didn't feel like, you know, I was emotional. Um, I didn't, f I didn't have that feeling of, oh my God, he going to think I'm a punk. Oh my God. He like, he going to think I'm soft. I had the feeling of now he knows where I'm at with my emotions with him. Because even when we talk every day, I never said that. I never like, and, and I've been having this, this feeling without knowing what it was for a while. For when I like for a while, it's just, all right, bro, love you. Talk to you later. Oh man, I love the kids. All right, talk to you later. All right, y'all, see you later. Like, I know I, I had no real idea that it was anything outside of the normal man that's my bro until dw forced me to network and then the first person that i network with end up being a life coach in uh and into uh meditation um spiritually spiritually sound and who she is and universal love and being vulnerable allowed me to to have that that feeling. And this is what we miss out. Um, this is what we miss out on as kids, having that true feeling of freedom to feel how you need to feel and speak how you how you need to speak. I tell people all the time, as long as you're not yelling at me, as long as you're not yelling at me in an aggressive way that changes my emotion to a sense of defense, you can say whatever you want to me. 
And, and, and I'm very clear on that. Like the words you say, your body, your, your, your body, um, language says a lot. So if you are speaking aggressively, but you're able to, you know, calm your body and just speak, I understand that. I'm going to be able to listen to that. I'm going to be able to take heed to what you're saying and, you know, fix any error um, that you may feel like I'm, I'm get I'm presenting to you. But if it's a emotional thing and you, you know, you moving like you, you about to, to swing or you moving in a way that's aggressive, I shut down. And now, because I, I've been hurt before I've been punched in the face before. So now my, my listening ears are off is straight. It's straight body armor. It's straight uh, 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 coming up with a plan. Like if you do this, then I'm doing that. But because we're told to 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 shut up and not really express our feelings when we're young, we don't know how to do anything but fight. That's it. That's it. I remember when I used to whoop my kids and my big bro. He's like, bro, like once like I ain't whooping my kids. And I thought that that was so crazy because kids be wilding out. But then he had made a statement one day and this was like, well, after like I had already came to grips with me whooping them was, was wrong. I was just doing that because it was done to me. And he had made a statement like, bro, what, like if you can communicate with them verbally and they can understand you and speak back and, and, and you taking it to a level of whooping them, who's wrong here? Right. That's not te- that that's not teaching them anything. And so that sticks with me because even, you know, 39 going on 40, it's a lot of things that you weren't allowed to do when you were younger. And certain things trigger that. And sometimes it's it's triggered triggering to a point where you stay in that child's place of no understanding. But it's a lot of things for me that I'm like, no, nah, I don't that that's not how it should be. Like it it, it shouldn't be that way in I may not know why it shouldn't be that way, but I do know that it's not the right way. And so this week was, this week really got me, y'all. Like it, it, it turned out to be so much that I was not prepared for. I'm grateful for uh, foresight and discernment and knowing like, Yo, some, you know, something's coming. I'm grateful that in my own meditation, I'm able to line up enough to feel the mood shift. Like, and I don't even know how to explain it to, to people who don't have uh, mood issues or mental issues because you feel it like a, like an on and off switch. Like now that I'm for real and, and, and very intentional about my meditation, very intentional about trying to keep my mind clear, you feel it. You feel that energy shift. And it's, it's one of the craziest things. And last week, I f- like I'm going to tell you, I felt it coming. I felt it like uh, uh, it was just like almost um, like when clouds roll in in a, in a storm. And you, you can't control it. So it's like, man, I gotta, I have to get an umbrella strong enough to get me through whatever this is about to be. I get these weird feelings in my stomach. Like my mind starts racing. It's like, 
I got to hold on the best that I can. But like I said, like I be, I, I have to break all the way down. Like there is no, it, it sucks because there's no middle ground with me in anything, no matter how hard I try, it is or it is not, period. It sucks. I hate it, but that's, that's what it is. And I know that I'm not alone in any of this. Like we base everything off ego and trying to be tough and trying to, you know, appear to be aggressive and, and show strength. And this is why we're failing in relationships. This is why we're failing at, at parenting. This is why we're failing in friendships while we're failing each other, uh, failing ourselves. Because we, we, we are even ego driven with ourselves and not being honest, right? Like we, we sometimes we're so confident in something and we know, we know it's wrong. We know, we know, but that ego is not going to let you admit that to yourself. You rather let somebody else tell you that it's wrong so that you can say they're, they're, they're uh, hating on you or, or whatever. And that, that don't be the case. And I, I'm telling you, like, I be going through stuff and, and people always like, why are you, why are you so serious about everything? And I'm like, I, I, this is just how I am. Like, I'll, I'll, uh, joke with you. We could play fight. We could do all that stuff. If, I, if I'm comfortable with you and you are somebody that I have allowed in my space, but otherwise I'm very serious. And I had to, you know, this is, this is. This is recently that I'm trying to come to grips with why I am extremely serious about everything. And the only thing that I fell on, if I'm being honest, is because I'm scared. I'm scared of being brokenhearted again. I'm scared of losing another child. I've lost I, I, I've lost uh, three kids from um and my my in a previous relationship, um, I was around them kids when they since they was little, and the time that I spent with them was a good amount of time, um, enough for them. You know they they would call me dad. The relationship broke up, so now I'm three kids gone. My biological oldest daughter. Her and, and her mom and I, we break up. Things get extremely difficult, difficult and disrespectful. Now I lose her. That's four. Y'all know I'm going to keep it a buck. I get my goddaughters. I'm helping raising them three, you know, three of them. They're my babies. Like I rock with them. No, no issues whatsoever. Situation happens, that's three more. So now we had we had seven kids that um I have impacted their life, they have impacted my life that I don't get to see. On top of that, my youngest daughter dies. That triggers something completely different. So now I'm uh, I'm like It's not that I'm serious. I'm scared. I'm scared. 
I'm so serious at work because I'm scared of losing that job. I'm so strict on following every exact rule because I don't want to lose a job. Um, I'm I'm staying away from relationships like in in that aspect because I'm scared to get connected again and then get brokenhearted. I'm scared to 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 tr- attempt to have another kid because my, I, I I lost so many. I'm scared to do this with the business because everybody say, oh, if you make it this way or that way, I'm going to buy it. Then they never buy it. Everybody says your poetry is this, but they never support it. Everybody says, 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 but don't do, do, do. So I'm scared. Because in a kid's place is silent. You don't know nothing. You do, you do what I say, not what I do. No, you don't get to debate me. You don't get to tell me your opinion on this or that. You a child and you you are told that your entire life, even when you become an adult. And a lot of us get stuck in that position of, well, I, I, I got to listen because that's that's my mom. That's my brother. That's my grandparent. That's my older uncle. That's this. I got to listen. And we lost I am scared and I'm comfortable with that. But my fear has turned into a strength that I can speak about it and be honest and say that. I'm I'm serious that I have walls up because I've been hurt and I don't trust. I already had trust issues from my childhood. Now growing up, like the pictures that are painted of me are very different than who I really am. And I'm not going to defend myself because if I defend myself, it makes it seem like I'm wrong. So I'm going to isolate and I'm going to get away from everything. And I'm just going to stay serious, stone face. Fuck it. This is what it is. The reality of that is, 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 is. We're scared human beings and we don't know how to process the fear properly. We don't know how to speak out about it. We don't know who to speak out about it to. We don't know what to do. That's why for me, I tell you guys, isolation is, has been so key for me. Because it has helped me remove the idea that I am the son, I am the brother, I am the cousin, I am the employee, I am just the boyfriend, I am just the dad. It helped me remove all that. I am me. I'm not letting fear continue to be the force that pushes me forward. We about to sit here and we going to understand this. And when I say we, I mean, I mean, me and my spirit, me and my own universe, I'm going to figure out what the hell is going on. I'm going to pinpoint, I'm going to pinpoint the fear. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be serious and, and pinpoint the fear. And I'm going to understand that for myself. This is why you act like this. This is why you prefer open relationships, because. How are you going to get hurt in that? Just why you don't care about, you know, polyamorous. You can't get hurt in that. You don't have to, you, you, though you have to work on those things. It's not one of those things to where I'll be alone. I'll be without friends. I'll be without my kids. Yeah. I like, I, I yearned, like I wasn't like, I yearned for, for more kids. Right. Not even because of the seven 
the eight that I lost for whatever reason, but solely because I wasn't done. And I'm okay with that. Like people, oh, you know, women have a biological clock, yada, 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 to where, you know, they know when they're done. And I don't really think that people understand, but so do men. But the thing is, for me, I don't want to have to, I'm not trying to nick Cannon the situation and just have 20, you know, 20 different uh, baby mothers, regardless of, um, I'm not saying it as a knock to him because I respect what and why he's doing whatever he's doing. That's his life. I haven't yet to hear any, any one of his children or children's mother complain about anything. And even if they did, it's not my business. But if I could with one person, I would have I I would still be going. I've been afraid to to say that out loud. I've been afraid to say I've been looking into surrogacy. I've been saying I, I I've been scared to say I've been looking into adoption. For real, like outwardly, because I wasn't done having kids. Yeah, it's a struggle with these knuckleheads that I got. Yeah, I still got some uh, uh, some ground uh, to grow in getting my uh, visitations back restored with uh, with my daughter, Imani. Like, yeah, but I wasn't done having kids. I, I was too scared to 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 stand up in in situations where I shouldn't have even been a part of. I'm so serious because I fear losing. I fear losing the things that I love, not losing money, not losing viewership, not losing numbers. I fear because I love so hard and I love so freely. But saying that to a partner, saying that to your kids, saying that to, to, to anybody, you hurt me. And I'm scared you're going to do it again. I'm scared you're going to you're going to take advantage of my love for you. I'm, I'm, I'm scared you're going to take advantage of who I am as a person. So I have to I have to uh, uh, be this person of strength. I have to be this person of aggression. I have to show you that you're not about to run over me the whole while on the inside. I am in shambles because I am afraid. So for me, one of my goals is to feel how I feel. My goal is to express how I feel. I don't care if people listen to this podcast. Oh, he's soft. He weak. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Take my strength for weakness. I, hey, that's, that's, that's on you. Just understand, I don't, I, I don't ego fight no more. I don't go into situations like I'm about to win or lose. I, I just don't. I go into situations like I'm going to be hurt, and either it's going to be received in a way um, that could further the the situation, or it's not, and then I'm gonna be gone. I seen a clip of the, the this this guy, this comedian, uh, this comedian guy, and he was talking about. Um, I think the show is called Love on the Spectrum, and um, he said he was watching something in. Uh, the artist, there the couple was autistic, and they was they had some cards. 
that would help them ask each other questions in the event that they ran out of things to ask. And so the card was, uh, tell me your three favorite things in the world. And a guy said his three favorite things and he asked the young lady, do you like my three favorite things? And she was like, nah. And he, you know, he was devastated. But he was like, what's your three favorite things? And she said it. And she said, well, do you like mine? And he was like, nah. She was devastated. And the comedian goes on to say, you know what they did after that? They got their ass up, said their goodbyes, and dipped. Us people who are so-called normal... We don't get that courage until three, four years down the line of being miserable. And we'll defend it with our last breath like it's okay. Not realizing this goes way back to the way you were brought up. You got to deal with it. You got to deal in silence. You can't tell nobody. That's your family, right? This is like the family secret that that, that y'all know how I feel about. Y'all know how I feel about that. But it it all goes back to that. People sitting getting abused and not telling nobody. Why? Because when when their parents and grandparents and great-grandparents told the story of when they got abused, it always ended with, and he ended up calming down. We had 10 kids, and look at y'all now. No. No, get away from that. You don't have like, like one thing that I'm, I'm learning in, in, and I've learned with becoming free with myself and, and dropping ego with myself is that I don't care if I'm in love 23 days with 23 people out of a 30 day month. If you done something to me that don't sit right with me. It ain't even about being petty. I mean, like you've done something to me and I just know like, yeah, this is about to escalate. You out of here. You'll never, you will never hear from me again. I really see how like people get old and just don't be caring about nothing. I'm getting to that point. I keep saying, like, as I'm getting older, no matter how I try, certain defenses that I thought that I had no longer work. So it's important to be very serious and purpose driven on what you're trying to accomplish in your life. But on the flip side, it's very important for you to know when and when not to be so serious. Right? It's certain things that you got to be able to drop that fear because, like I said, you, you're so serious because you're scared. Your reason for being serious is. It's healthy because you've experienced those things and you you scared for them to have again. Being serious with things that you've never experienced and not allowing yourself to attempt it is a disservice to yourself. So it's important that you were able to decipher between when and when not to be that way. Right. You can lose out on business. You can lose out on lifelong friendship. Like I can tell you, I could be honest with you. I joined a group chat 
because we were all fans of the Joe Button podcast, right? My intent was not to be friends with these people. My intent was to, and I'm just being honest, my intent was to talk about the podcast and other subjects because I have social anxiety. So talking to people in person is an, is really bad for me. At first, I was like, man, get that about here. That's corny. I ain't nobody joining no group chat. 37, I'm 36, 37 years old. And after so many times I saw it, I'm like, yeah, let me see what's up. Because at the time, like, I really liked Joe, uh, Joe Button podcast, what it was doing and stuff. Um, but it was entertainment. I liked entertainment because I was a fan of Joe um, as a rapper. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. But the intent was ego-driven. Be tough. Yeah, I'm from Cali, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, be solid. Right. I had to tell myself why be in here and not participate fully in whatever way you can. In doing so, I obtained a DW and a Tati. I said they're like they Pokemon. I I have created a deep friendship with with people solely from that that group chat. I wasn't in the, like, y'all know after the, after the divorce and everybody turning back on me and stuff like that, it's been me and my boy, Matt, period. That's it. Like as, as people, I consider friends. Like if I call you right now, you're going to like, he'll pull up on me for, for the sake of hey, you ain't answered the phone. And I feel like the only reason why he hasn't pulled up more recently because he know that, you know, I'll be getting I'll be getting real sick and stuff. So he don't want to um, he don't want to give me, you know, no germs or anything from outside of the house. But other than that, if COVID wasn't a thing, it gets to a point to where if I don't answer the phone so often, he don't even ask. He'd be like, I'll pull up. I'm going to pull up. I'm on the way. You home, I'm going to pull up. So I, I wasn't looking for friends. I was so serious about it. I wasn't, I, I'm, I'm here to talk about the podcast, to, to joke, and that's it. And then slowly, I started to open up. And slowly, I started to show who I was outside of ego. I could have lost out on on Tati. I could have lost out on DW. These are people that I didn't even realize. Be, I didn't realize I was going to need them. It's certain things that we never talked about. When Kennedy died and I said what I said. That opened up a, a level of vulnerability for them to be like, yo, listen, I experienced that. I had no idea. But if I wouldn't have allowed myself to be who I was, I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have that sounding board that I need when I'm like, yo, my daughter died. I'm tripping steel. I wouldn't have anybody to really 
communicate that to that will understand and let me vent and let me be, but then say, hey, I've been there. I've been exactly where you at. And listen, I can't tell you how long it's going to take you, but this is how I feel about it. And sometimes just understanding how someone else feels that has experienced a situation that is like this, like, like, listen. And they know I was going to need them. The universe knew. But it took me to. It took me to not move in ego. It took me to be like, yo, I'm scared of this, but this could be a good thing. It could be. But I don't I don't want no friends. I don't want like like I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to go through that road because I did that with people who I thought that I was going to be friends with for the rest of my life. And only one is standing in the capacity of a friendship. And knowing that the seriousness was birthed from fear. Now. Ain't no, ain't no secret fear. Ain't no secret fear. The reason why it is because I'm so vulnerable and so open. All my weaknesses is out there. You can't affect me no more. I'm, I'm facing everything that could, could, uh, could take me down. I'm facing, you know, um, I'm facing my relationship issues. I'm facing my uh, the way that I love and don't love. I'm facing my uh, the loss of 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 my child. Um, I'm facing the the discrepancy and discomfort of knowing that I have a daughter that um, I don't really get to see. Like I'm facing all of that myself. I'm facing my health issues. I'm facing my kids' health issues. I'm facing the idea of of just being who I'm supposed to be. Living in my part, I'm facing it all. If I'm too afraid to to try these things and move forward, then I don't know that these things that I've been thinking are my weaknesses are really my strengths. It's almost like, you know, you know, the eight mile uh, movie. When, you know, uh, B rabbit, like they, they smoking him through the whole joint. Like he just going through turmoil after turmoil after turmoil. Right. And at the end, when, when he like finally just has had enough, enough, and he just understands that if I accept the things that are going on with me and deal with them, for myself and not for the sake of pleasing other people. I'm going to be stronger than everyone. I've said everything like. I've said every single thing that I, that has harmed me, that I'm scared of, like that I'm scared of that. I, like I have released that in the open. Do you know how terrifying that is for real? And I'm still willing to do that. I'm still willing to be open about it just for the sake of showing you all. It's important. 
to understand a lot of times it's not that you're too serious. You are afraid. But you got to be able to break that down. You got to be able to see, see what's what. You have to be able to see further than your nose, yo. It's not about me as it results to look at me, I'm doing this, I'm great. It's about me in regards to what I'm leaving, what what like what I'm leaving behind. Every word that I say, every every step that I take, it's a seed to be planted. It's the reason why my peacefully flawed logo is the tree of life. It's a reason for that. I found my purpose and what I'm supposed to do, and it's to plant seeds and watch them flourish. And even as they begin to die out, a piece of them is left behind to regrow. I understand the general the generational curses that we go through now. It's certain things I can let bygones be bygones. But it's certain things that I'm definitely not leaving for my kids to have to break down. I'll break it down right now, no matter how hard it is. I'll break it down. Like for me, one of the biggest things is breaking the idea that a kid should stay in a kid's place and a kid shouldn't be uh, involved in grown folks conversation. No, I don't think you should be as a child. You should be yelling, tripping or anything with an adult, not because you're not smart enough, because adults have ego issues and they could turn into something that could get a kid hurt. But what I am uh, saying is for my kids, I don't, when this conversation is serious, that's going to affect the family. Hey, come here. We need to have a round table. I'm not telling you nothing on my deathbed. That's my time. That's the only time that it's about me is my deathbed. I'm not using that time to tell you secrets from uh, 89 and 90. I'm not using that time to 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 gossip with you. I'm not using that time to tell you, oh, it's money hitting in the ceiling. Turn right, two left, go down the street, kick the duck. Like what? I'm I'm listen. Every step that I take is a seed planted. I keep saying, you like I'm purpose driven. I found it now. Blame blame uh, the homie Sammy. Blame him. He asked me around episode 65, yo, you think this your purpose? I'm like, what? I felt the way like, well, do I? What I'm doing it for? What, like, why, like why, am I, why am I sitting here talking? Why am I sitting here talking? Why am I writing poetry like not specifically for me, but for everybody. Why when I'm taking notes for the podcast, the idea is for everybody, not just for me. When I'm when I'm sitting down, I'm like, yo, I remember him. I hit my bro up. Look, bro, I want a logo. Um, this is what I want. Um, it's a play on the tree of life. Uh, can you do it? Whatever. Boom. It's purpose in that. It's a reason why the 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 clothes or the apparel is a tangible connection to the the podcast, a tangible connection to the poetry. This is me. This is the cycle that I go through. The poetry is the the, the poetry is the trunk and also the branches that hold everything else. 
the apparel and and the podcast, those are the leaves. Those are the seeds that like when the leaves fall and crumble and, and go back into the soil, every piece of me, every ounce of me, every emotion, you, you, you feel that. Because that's the goal. It's not, it's not about me. It's not about what I can do for me. It's about what am I leaving behind? Am I bringing to life or am I bringing life or am I bringing death? Am I bringing light or am I bringing darkness? I, it's so much darkness that comes over me. Like I wouldn't feel right. Even pushing my, my, my worst enemy in darkness. The issue of vulnerability is that it allows everything that you are scared of, proud of, into your mind. And you got to deal with it. You have to find a solution to accept the feeling for what it is, or you have to find a defense mechanism to push that joint out. And it's difficult if we sit in here and we really afraid, but we hide in that behind being serious all the time. We hide that behind a meme mug. We hide that behind, you know, a fake thug living. We hide that be- behind um, flossing with, 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 with money. You know, you, 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 you didn't really earn for real. Like we hide behind all these things and we scared. We scared for real. But all we know is, yo, you got to get to it. You got to you have to look away. You got to look the part so people don't mess with you. So people don't tear you down. And this is why it is the way that it is. This is why if you wonder why your life is miserable, if you wonder why your life keep going off track, if you wonder why things keep, you know, feeling like they 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 about to go good and then uh, going to hell in the handbasket. Because. You were not understanding that you are afraid for real. And doing things out of fear make you do it wrong. Doing things out of chaos, uh, uh, you just trying to settle the chaos. You are like, chaos is a deficit. Like, I, 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 I made a shirt, I shouldn't find this much peace in chaos. When you when you a dog and you 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 go through it, you know, you in the trenches and you got to you have to do certain things to stay alive. You have to do certain things to get money. You have to do certain things to take care of your family. You a dog. You like it's so much chaos, but you have found your space in that. There's going to come a moment that you realize you don't belong there. You don't realize what you what you are losing by finding that peace there. I used to always say, like, people would be like, smile. I'm like, nah, that's my happy face. I've been through too much. It's hard for me to smile for real. But that affected me mentally. Even though the, the feeling was true, I didn't have to be that hardcore person. I tell you all the time, I'm not the, I'm not nobody from back home knows me as knocking people out, fighting, whatever. If I'm being honest, the only fight that people 
for me, the only fight that that uh, people who mattered saw was when my homeboy beat me up slim. I've never like they they like I've never been that guy. People do know like he'll fight, win, lose, or draw. He might throw some dust in your eye, might bust you in the head with a brick, might like he, he gonna defend himself. But fear had me fear of looking away got my ass beat by by the homie Slim. What up, big dog? I don't I don't know if you still watch or you you tune in. What up though? But fear of looking away got my ass beat. My boy like had me had my feet dangling on the gate. Like it was it was crazy. And then that 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 Monday, we dapped it up and we've been crew ever since. Fear be having you do weird shit. You trying to hold up to to being serious. You trying to hold up to be to 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 be this tough guy or whatever. Some people built that way for real, and I I get it. I understand. I respect it. Some people just built like this is what I'm doing with my life, and I don't care if it is in death or jail. This is just who I am. But that's a lot of people that are afraid of that person, so they pretend to be that person. I I feel like like there has to be enough of us that want to break this this pattern. I'm not saying we should force people to be overly emotional or uh overly um involved with how can I put it? I'm not saying that we should force people out of their comfort zone uh, of vulnerability of how they handle it, how they deal with it. But if enough of us are examples of feeling like we're supposed or feeling like we feel and not being afraid to um, not being afraid to feel it and open, if enough of us show by example, we can change a lot of people. We get distracted by the other things that we forget to focus on the foundation of, of who we are. We, we sit here and we know for a fact we messed up, uh, in the mind. We know that the way that, you know, we were raised, um, like now that you get to think about it for yourself, it's like, yo, that, we shouldn't have did that. That like we should have been able to speak up and say this or say that. Um, and a lot of times we spend more times in our adulthood trying to forget our childhood than actually being adults and being proper examples. We always have to come from a deficit of pain, of torture, of disrespect, um, of just of hurt overall. Being vulnerable, like for for um, little girls and little boys, people don't really accept that. Right. It's all it's a stereotype, especially, you know, in the black community. I'm I'm certain it's in other communities as well, but I can't speak for them because I'm not there. But the the diverse friends that I have and certain things that we talk about, you can tell that there's a lot of similarities in the dysfunction 
passed on throughout time. For me, I started realizing what was going on, like uh, what was going on when my parents was kids, what was going on when their parents were kids and so on and so forth. And you, if you're able to kind of grasp that, you start to understand a little bit better why you were uh, taught or not taught certain things. Even though, you know, it in a lot of places, a lot of us are we're tore up for real, for real. Like when we start um, like when I when I when I told my brother when I had my first kid. I said, I don't know what it was, but it was like um, the only way that I could express it. I said it was the, the first scene or not the first scene, but when Neo um, got the thing plugged into the back of his head and then it was like all the information just was started flowing and stuff like that. When I had my first kid, that's how it was. But because I was still ego driven, I couldn't process the information in real time that I that I was getting and not being able to process it and not being uh, open enough for myself to say I'm scared. It turned into hatred. It turned into discomfort. It turned into more confusion. It turned into pettiness. It turned into um, more of an aggressive thing than anything else. Like I really couldn't um, enjoy being a, a, a parent. Like if I'm being honest, I really couldn't enjoy being being a parent until the divorce, to be honest. And I'm saying that because even in the hardest time now, you know, my kids are with me and now I can focus on them. I don't have to focus on the chaos of a relationship. I don't have to focus on um what they're being taught and not being taught. I don't have to be confused about the way I was uh, brought up uh, and the way I want to bring them up. Um, I, w- I had I had more room to think. I had more room to to be who I was supposed to be. You know, as a single parent, you, it's so much that you have to focus on. It's so much that you have to pay attention to. I don't wish this on nobody, but I'm telling you, it makes you a better human being when um, you have people relying solely on you and you have to you, you got to figure it out and you have to be able to put the 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 uh, the anger. You have to put the pain. You have to put all that to the side because you have to, to see what you want to see or see what you need to see. We can't keep hiding behind being serious. We can't keep hiding behind this is how I was raised. We can't keep, well, I don't know no other. There's too much information out there. Uh, Energy, uh, emotional, physically, mental. um, It's too much information out there for us to to remain in in our way. I'm not saying I'm not saying everybody is is really scared. That's why they're so serious. Again, people are just built that way. I'm speaking for me and for this platform to let y'all know. Yeah, y'all need to start talking. I need to start gathering understanding. Even if even if it's with yourself, write it down. Hell, create a podcast. I don't like do something that you that that you are aware of. Uh, that you are aware that you are correcting these generational issues. 
Somebody has to be the one to, to take the bullet. I'm doing that for my kids. My like people be so mad how I'll be raising my kids. These are my dogs. I had to sacrifice the the harsh parenting. I had to sacrifice the do as I do as I say, uh not as I I had to sacrifice all that to allow them to build up to to have opinions, to be able to speak their mind, speak their peace. When people talk about these kids when they're not at home, that's what I live for. I mean, I would like them to treat me like that, but I get it. I'm the guinea pig to test out emotions. I'm the guinea pig to test out thoughts and stuff like that. So it might come off a little bit. You don't you don't understand how you're saying it. You don't understand what you're really doing. So it's for me to sharpen that. But every time I go up to that school, every time, you know, we out and about, oh, they're well behaved. They this and it's not the fake, like, like they're like they're animals. Like, you know, you you you've been in that situation where it's like somebody, oh, look at them, they're well behaved. Like, what the fuck you want them to be doing? But I mean it's genuine, yo, like your kids are boom, boom, boom. I'm never gonna tell them these damn kids are assholes. At home, I can't get the everything you telling me that they do here, they do not do at home. <laughs> you feel me? Like without me, like, yo, I'm a I'ma take the PlayStation, I'ma take the phone, I'ma embarrass you at school. Like, no. But I took the bullet on that because I'm I gotta break this this idea of being so serious and so angry and so mad. Yes, things happened to me in life that hurt me, that created an immense amount of pain, and I'm still dealing with it. My mental was is off and all. Yes, yes, yes. But do I want to be right or do I want to be healed? That's what we gotta get over. Yes, you're right. You somebody did something to you. Somebody hurt you. Uh, somebody took something from you that you'll never get back. Yes, that did happen. Do you want to be right about that or do you want to heal from that? I am at the point in my life that every day is a, is a day of healing for me. Every day. Every day. I don't want to be right. I like I like I tell you guys all the time. I I was there. I know what did happen and didn't happen. I know what was said and what was not. I know I was there. I know. I don't care about being right. Okay, you got it. That's your version of what happened. I never t- like when people be when when people do me dirty dirty like for real. I never even tell the story to nobody. There's certain things that no matter, I'm just going to die with it because it's no, I was there. I don't need an audience to chaos. I don't need an audience to uh, confirm what was done and said to me. I don't care about being right. I care about healing. And in, in that, I can't heal properly if I'm worried about looking soft, if I'm worried about People looking at me for being vulnerable. Same thing is about me for being vulnerable. I don't care about none of that shit. 
I don't care about none of it. The reality of it is when I am on when I am on my deathbed, nothing is coming with me. I don't know no one in life that could tell me what happens after death. So my conclusion is that lights is out, my guy. Money gone, hoes gone, kids gone, like it's out. I want to know that I did everything possible to break these generational issues that plague us so that my kids could grow up and, and, and be free spirited, uh, be open minded, be have a high level of understanding, not have to have that. I'm so serious because what people don't understand is that having that look of and that feeling of I'm so serious, it puts you in harm's way because you look away. Solely because you look away. They have this thing and it's been some it's been a thing forever. The resting bitch face or whatever. For guys, it's that resting serious face, right? It's that, oh, you got a problem with me? Like, nah, this this is my regular face, my guy. Like I'm I'm confused. But then when you say that, it's like, oh, you a punk. You scared? Like, no, I I just was kind of explaining. I didn't have a problem with you. Like you gotta you gotta get out of your way. I'm not saying that, you know, sometimes you're going to have to issue ass whooping. Because people are not going to understand that that's just who you are. You you look that way, but that's not what you're trying to give off. But you got to make an effort too. like, I'm not saying just be out here smiling and stuff like that. I don't. But in order for me to maneuver through ignorant ass people sometimes i have to be the one to be like bro i'm not tripping on you you can stare all you want to you want a business card i was watching heart to heart with with jay-z and and uh he had said something uh, he had said something that really resonated with me in a in a uh a situation that he was in and he said some guy looked like the, the meanest guy he had ever seen before, right? Was walking towards him and 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 Hove was like uh looking behind him, like trying to figure out like like why this guy looking so mean, looking so mad, yada yada, whatever. He said, dude was approaching him. He said, you know, this was the first time he was talking about it. He was like, I was low-key scared, you know, um, because I'm like, I don't. I don't know this cat. I don't know why he's looking like this. And he's just looking so aggressive. And he said, dude got up to him. He was like, what's up, my man? And the dude just smiled like, yo, like my, my daughter wanted an autograph, yada, yada, reverend. Hover saying how a dude had to put, he had to put aside whatever ego, whatever, like whatever, I'm, I'm this guy. He had to put that away to get this autograph for his baby. A lot of times we don't even realize the simple, yo, what's up? I know I always talk about I'm an energy for energy person because I am, because that's still the ignorance in me that if you want to fight, let's fight. But on a grand scheme of things, I'm more of the person like, yo, what's going on? Because I don't really want to have to take it there. I am not a good fighter if I start it. If I'm defending myself, somebody might die. So it's important for me to, to not be so serious and say, hey, what's up, man? You good? 
I got kids. I, I'm I'm getting back to my kids regardless. I lost too many. But I have to take the steps to maneuver through it so that I'm taking I, I'm I'm taking the course of least physicality. Now, if you jump on 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 that road and obstruct my movement. Now it changes because I've given you the opportunity. I've shown my vulnerability. I have, for lack of other words, tucked my tail and said and, and gave you an opportunity to let you know I'm not even on that type of time. But you so serious, you don't see it because you're scared. Uh, your ego is telling you that I want a problem with you. My, your ego is telling you that it's beef there. Your ego is telling you that you got to be the big dog. You got to be the alpha. And I'm telling you, that's how people get hurt. That's how people get hurt in relationships. That's how people hurt as a result of business. That's how people get hurt um, with with uh, uh, friendships, kid, all of that. The ego. It's a time to be serious and it's a time to to put all that shit to the side, bro. I, I'm learning every day. Every day I'm learning. Because it's important for me to be able to break this stuff with my kids. So by time, by the time they have kids, they'll have well-mannered kids that know when to fight verbally and physically. They know how to use their 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 words first. They know how to communicate things. They know how to get through things. Um, because a lot of times you need you need your voice to be able to sometimes get out of danger. You're not going to win everything. But if you ego driven, you're not going to be smart enough to say, yo, I'm there is no way I'm winning this regardless. Got to let the ego go and dip. Say what you want to. Cool. I'm smart enough to know when is the right time to to get involved with something like this. And, and it's not. So the idea of uh, you like I, I want you guys to to think about. Why are you so serious? What is the thing that keeps you so black and white? What is the thing that that has you feeling like there is no other way to be but serious? And if. If you honest with yourself, you're going to come up with something or something's going to hit you and I want you to work on that. You don't got to tell nobody. You don't, you don't got to tell me. You don't got to hit me up. You don't got to tell nobody else. But I want you to be honest with yourself and remove your ego and work on that. It's going to take enough of us to be willing to do this so that we can change the world. It's going to take an, enough of us to be smart enough and to be OK with people looking at us a certain way and still being a whole in who we are. I used to be so reliant on the opinions of who I was and it used to hurt me really, really bad. And that's why I was so defensive because I felt like, oh my God, why are you painting this picture of me? And I didn't do that. I didn't do this. And I started realizing like, yo, you, you were there. Stop giving these people the satisfaction of you curling up in a ball and crying and feeling away. Stop giving these people the satisfaction of uh, knowing that their torment is working. 
Start understanding and being accountable for what you have put into the universe and what you didn't and stand on that. And that way, no matter what anybody says about you, you'll know when to be serious and when not to be. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode. Remember, no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. So get to it. What's going on, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com. The story is back to normal. Everything is on there. Hoodie, sweat, shoes, uh, uh, joggers, jackets, whatever you could be looking for, blankets, throw pillows. Check it out, peacefullyflawed.com. Also, if you want to support the podcast, you solely want to support the podcast, you can uh, head over to the Good Pods app, download it, um, follow Poetic Properties. There's a tip jar on there. On my Twitter page, Poetic Properties, there's also a tip jar there where you can donate anything that you want to. Uh, I'm already appreciative for whatever support that you guys have um, offered already, whether it's listening to the podcast, streaming the poetry, purchasing something, like, sharing, comment, whatever it is. I appreciate it and just understand it's all love. Peace.